Hello, Internet, and welcome to Only Lovers Book Club, where I get together with my promposal parents, and we read a romance novel, and we talk about it. And uh, this is the final Hangout uh, Book Club discussion of 2021. Uh, not thank God it's over, but just like, not book club, but like, thank God this year is over, but like behind us. I don't know how 2022 is going to go, but we made it. We freaking made it. Um, this month was <laughs> this month was Tashai's turn to pick, and she chose "There's Something About Saweetie" by Sandia Menon. <laughs> uh, I heard it a couple of times. There's like this video that's like three reasons to be riveted by "There's Something About Sweetie." So I will uh, read us a little bit about the author. We'll read what the book was about, and since this was Tashai's pick, then Tashai has some questions, and we'll have a discussion, and that'll be a grand old time. Sandy Menon is the New York Times bestselling author of several novels with lots of kissing, girl power, and swoony boys. Her, bo her books, her boys, her books have been featured in many cool places, including the Today Show, Cosmopolitan, Teen Vogue. NPR, Seventeen, Entertainment Weekly, and BuzzFeed. Two of her books have won the Colorado Book Award, and her Dimbleverse series was turned into a hit TV show with Netflix India. I want to watch that. I have a, I have a, I have Surfshark. I couldn't pretend I live in India and watch that. A full-time dog servant, Sandia makes her home in the foggy mountains of Colorado, with a glass of wine at her elbow, she also pens adult romances under the name Lily Menon. Oh, I didn't know that. She just recently transitioned to adult. So she only has one adult romance so far, and it came out this year. What's the title? Oh, well, I've Makeup seen this Breakup. book. It's called Makeup Breakup. Ooh, maybe I'll make us um, read this. <laughs> maybe. Uh, okay. So here is what There's Something About Sweetie is about. And this cover is so cute. Okay. Um, Ashish Patel didn't know love could be so sucky. After he's dumped by his ex-girlfriend, his mojo goes AWOL. Even worse, his parents are annoyingly, smugly confident they can find him a better match. So in a moment of weakness, Ash challenges them to set him up. The Patels insist that Ashish date an Indian-American girl under contract. Per subclause 1A, he'll be taking his date on fun excursions like visiting the Hindu temple and his eccentric Gita auntie. Kill him now. How is this ever going to work? Sweetie Nair is many things. A formidable track athlete who can outrun most people in California. A loyal friend. A shower singing champion. Oh, and she's also fat. To Sweetie's traditional parents, this last detail is the kiss of death. Sweetie loves her parents, but she's so tired of being told she's lacking because she's fat. She decides it's time to take off the sassy Sweetie project, <laughs> where she'll show the world and herself what she's really made of. Ashish and Sweetie both have something to prove, but with each date, they realize there's an unexpected magic growing between them. Can they find their true selves without losing each other? I read yes. that. Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. If you're watching slash listening, 
we're going to probably discuss the entire book. If you don't care about spoilers, listen on. If you do, stop here and um, read it and come back and finish this. <laughs> Tashai, why did you pick this book for us to read? And then we can go round robin our overall impressions. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this was another one of those I'm going to Google popular romance book lists and read through it and try to find some that have reviews and have a little more representation and in the list they had um when dimple met rishi and i went in to go look at that book and i was looking at some of the reviews just to get a feel for it um and someone a couple of people said oh this was the stronger book. When I posted the book on my Instagram, I had like two different people say like, oh, you picked the best one. Exactly. That's 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 what a lot of comments were saying. So I was like, okay, well, let me not pick this one. Let me get this other one. And it's not a series. Like you don't have to read yeah. them in order. So I was like, all right, let me check it out. And it's really cute. And the plot sounded cute. So I was like, all right, let's give it a shot. And, you know, not disappointed. <laughs> uh, what are your overall impressions? Overall impressions? I really liked the book. I thought it was really fun. It was cute. It was sweet. Um, I liked the chemistry. Um, I liked the main character. There's a couple things I made note of, just which will come up as we, as we go through the discussion questions that I, like, kind of put together. But, no, overall, it was a really fun read. I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't, like, particularly... You know, sometimes reading, like, teen perspective books, it's like, ugh. But I wasn't, like, annoyed by Sweetie. I thought she was, you know, a nice girl. Um, <clears throat> and I was I was drawing comparisons a lot as I was reading with um, Fat Chance Charlie Vega. We'll, and we'll talk about that when we get to questions. But, um, yeah, I just, I just enjoyed it. It was a nice, light read. I, I liked the chemistry. I liked... A lot of the a lot of the different little parts of the book it was enjoyable and I got through it I thought there was gonna be more drama but I actually think there was a other than the one like twist that always happens which here I can see where the obstacle would have been a problem for me too if it had been me finding out that this guy that I was going out with was going on a secret hangout and didn't say anything to me about it like I would have been upset so I, I it was plausible to me sometimes the twist is like why is this person upset about this but I understood it so yeah I I, I really liked it I think I gave it four stars I think the mom stuff kind of threw me and the fact that sweetie is just so talented at a lot of stuff and Andrea mentioned this um at some point so I I wrote that down as a reminder because I, th I thought she made a really good point so that'll be a discussion topic for us but other than the fact that she was like a little too extraordinary everything else I really liked. Drea what did you think of the book just your overall impressions? Yeah I, I agree with Tashai I thought it was really sweet it was light um, I really liked that it was sort of a cleaner YA romance um, because I think with YA is like tricky sometimes where like technically YA is supposed to be like 13 and up 
but like most YA that you see, the characters are like 17 and 18, and it's very much targeted at like an older audience. And don't get me wrong, that's how old these kids were too, but it's the kind of YA that I think like younger kids who want to read some romance um, could pick up and... Um, or just people who don't want like <laughs> a lot of like graphic sex stuff in their books, you know, can pick up and get this like romantic story without um, kind of a more like erotic side to it. Um, you know, kind of the most that happens in this book is is just like making out. And so I really like that because I've definitely had students in the past and like kids in my life that um, loved romance and sometimes I struggle to find books that um you know were not smut because <laughs> that's not necessarily what the kids want either they just want to be able to like read a romance but anyway so this was nice in that sense I think it would very much appeal to a younger demographic so yeah I agree with what Tashai said and then just like my extra thing is like woohoo for like younger YA and I don't know if that's how the author intended it to be or if that's just the way she writes maybe all her books are like that um but in that case then that's definitely an author I would recommend to say like middle schoolers who want to read romance I'm on the same boat I thought this book was so wholesome it it reached it got to a point where I was like ugh, this is kind of boring and I did talk to to talk to Dre about this I said I don't know. This book seems like almost anticlimactic compared to all the all the things that we've read this year. But I think the more I settled into what was going on with Ashish and with Sweetie, the more I was like, ah, my goodness, I remember what it was like to like be this way in high school. You know, it. You just like messy way. That's true. I think like that. I, yeah, it was messier. <laughs> yeah yeah okay good thank you for telling me because I was not sure but yeah maybe it wasn't messy enough so I was like there's not enough happening yeah here. they're not like neither of these characters are messy at all they're both like yeah. very upfront about what they want they're like, yeah. very, like honest <laughs> about their feelings pretty much like the entire book I mean it's <laughs> no, also just like respecting their parents and following the yeah. rules yeah. and team Christina is like yeah, I definitely was like, there's not enough happening here. But th but then, but then, I was like, why does more need to be happening? I did really like that the characters had a real uh, sense of self about themselves. I did like that they were doing, like, almost like practicing, like, creating boundaries with each other. Um, and we can talk about that a little bit later. But um, mainly with how sweetie was you know kind of very adamant about how she was going to be presenting herself and how she was uh forcing herself to not forcing herself but like reminding herself of her own self-worth but then also ashish and like hey like i'm on the rebound and i might not be able to give you like 100 percent. and them kind of like coming to i was like holy shit this is mature as fuck i would never have that conversation <laughs> as an as an adult i would never be like i'm on the rebound I can't give you all of me right now. I'd be like, no, I'm here 100% and then cry about it in the chat with you guys later, you know, until I was there, until, until like my actions like caught up with my emotions, you know? So I definitely thought this was really wholesome, really empowering. 
<laughs> young adult books don't need to be like a like a great example of how to be but this is again one of those books that really showed I think young people making really good decisions about themselves uh and then making good decisions regarding other people like how to handle or how to handle how you mishandled someone's feelings uh but more more importantly how to learn how to kind of come into yourself and you know embrace like the person that you're going to be as you're kind of like coming over that 17 18 like I'm a new adult type of stage in their lives so for that I think it's a really good book those are my those are my two cents <laughs> to try the floor is yours uh what are some of the questions you wanted to uh go over with us one thing that Andrea had mentioned, I think when she posted about this on Instagram, that I thought was a really good, good observation was the fact that Sweetie, like I really like all the characters, but Sweetie in particular, and I think this happens more so with her than with Ashish, because Ashish is like a good athlete and like a good student, and that's fine. But Sweetie is like an amazing athlete, an amazing student, an amazing singer, probably an amazing baker, probably great with finances. And she's like, I started thinking about her as this like extraordinary fat girl, which kind of felt like, well, why wouldn't she be lovable? And why wouldn't she be desirable? And kind of like, these are all the reasons why she's this amazing girl. And she just happens to be fat. Like, you as a reader shouldn't believe what the mom is saying and you should 100% be on her side because she's just so amazing that all of this should completely help you overlook the fact that she also happens to be fat. And I thought that that was like, I can see where, where it was trying to tell you there's more to her than just what she looks like. But there was so much more to her than what she looked like that I was really kind of struggling to see how a person who might, you know, physically remember sweet, resemble Sweetie might read this and, and be like, oh yeah, I see myself in this character. And the reason I'm thinking, the reason that it stood out for me a lot after I saw Andrea's comment is because I've read Fat Chance Charlie Vega. And there you also have a fat main character who was like, She's really good at school, but they didn't kind of blow up all of her talents. And I think I thought it was an interesting kind of parallel of main characters. And I just wondered what your thoughts were on like having an extraordinary main character who also happens to be fat versus a more like approachable main character who also have you know who happens to be fat. And if you think that the fact that Sweetie was just so talented at all these things, whether it helped or hurt the story at the end of it all so I can go first um so yeah I was definitely thinking about that not because I necessarily thought it was unrealistic because there are definitely people of all shapes and sizes who excel at like 10,000 things while other people only excel at one or zero you know like that's just life like some people get a shit ton of the talents so I didn't think that was um, unrealistic necessarily, but what bothered me about it was that like, that's what she would use in conversations with her mother. So her mother would be like, I don't want you to be fat because 
you're not going to run as fast. And she'd be like, but I do run fast. I don't want you to be fat because nobody's going to love you. Oh, but I'm in a relationship. I don't want you to be fat because you're not. Gonna... And so it became sort of like a look at my successes in order to get over my fatness. Like that was how her discussions with her mom went. Whereas it should have been like, love me because I'm your daughter <laughs> and not because, you know, I can tick off this list of things that you think my fatness will prevent me from. And the only reason I thought that was just a little bit eh is because then like, yeah, if, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not a fat person, but if I was fat and I was reading that and I did not think of myself as talented as sweetie, then, you know, I might, be hesitant to have those conversations with people because I would be like, well, what am I going to use to, you know, like, I, I don't have all these things that Sweetie has. Um, and so that's the only thing I didn't like about it, how it became, you know, and I guess we're not like trying to be spoiler free here. But yeah, you know, like, that's basically how like that end conversation with her mom goes, right, where her mom is like, oh, but you're right. Like these five things that I use to define success are things that you're already doing despite your fatness. I guess I was wrong, you know? And so I didn't like that ending for them. Again, not because I don't think it's realistic. I feel like a lot of parents would do that, whether it's about fatness or something else that they don't approve of. But just, I don't know. I guess there's not like that many books with, fat protagonists and so I think it's like a fine line like I get where the author was wanting to show hey fat people can also be super talented here sweetie but then it's like the line of like it's also okay to be fat if you're not super talented <laughs> um, and so I think it's like a hard thing to balance and there's no like right or wrong you know it's just like me personally I was like uh I wish like she hadn't been quite as talented <laughs> so that other people might not feel like under her level. But I also understand why the author wanted to just show that she's this like super cool human. So, yeah. That was great. I'm glad you went first because I got to collect all of my thoughts. <laughs> uh, um. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I did get to, I did get to a point when I was reading it where uh, Sweetie definitely felt, um, she felt she was bordering on just like being perfect, uh, and so I guess I, I feel two one of two ways about it. I was on Goodreads and one of my mutuals on there, Genesis. I think Genesee Rickle uh, made a really good point about how uh the character or the author handles like the fat representation and the difference between body positivity and like fat acceptance and a lot of these like terms that um kind of like float around or whatever and it's one of those things where I will just kind of read a little bit of what what she wrote and then kind of continue I think that she put however the author missed the point Okay, hold on. While the author hits a lot of the highlights, fat is a neutral word. You can both be both fat and healthy at the same time. <clears throat> Often when people are trying to be nice slash helpful, they end up being nice slash condescending and offensive, etc. However, the author missed the connection to healthism and that the point 
uh, that being healthy is besides the point that one's treatment should not be based on size or perceived on actual health status. So that's the end of like that little portion of her review. And uh, so I, I agree with that. I think that, I think that the author went above and beyond to show us that sweetie was just, just a regular girl, just like the rest of us. But then like took it so much further to prove, yeah, she's fat, but like, that's not going to hold her down because look at how smart she is. Look at how sweet and insightful she is. Look at how, uh, how fast she can run. She's fat and she can outrun a, a bunch of people. She can outrun her hot boyfriend. Um, and I feel like that wasn't like super necessary. <laughs> she's also an amazing singer with yeah, a she's also that can, like stop traffic. Exactly. And I hard too though, because like the author like grew up fat. Yeah. So it's like I don't know how much of this is like you know, like her like rewriting, however. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like I'm not gonna tell you not to, you know, but yeah, you're right. It's like a weird it is, it is a it is it doesn't seem like she's not a really balanced character. I think Ashish is a little bit more balanced. He doesn't have I think it would have been interesting if Ashish had more body issues, like body perception issues than he actually had. Like he never once doubts how attractive he is, never once. And it's and and I think that also the author can't the author personally, I don't think that this is the case. Neither neither does Sweetie. Sweetie is so confident. Yes. <laughs> she's she's really confident. She's like very confident. Ashish is very confident. And I think the message is overall really positive, but also it has its it has its like incidental downsides, right? So Sweetie is so perfect, you know, it her her fatness is incidental. And that doesn't always have to be the case with characters. Um Ashish's exes are all skinny and they're all hoes. And that's also like the other side of the coin of like. So, you know, except with the, with the exception of Celia, who we get to talk more with, or sorry, like have more time on the page with, you know, she's a cheater. She's like attractive. She's like skinny or whatever. And so what are, what are we trying to say here? You know? Um, and again, like, she's just, just very confident and never once like thinks about his own body in the way that uh, Sweetie does. And, and everybody is thinking about their bodies. <laughs> everybody is doing that. Uh, Sweetie has to do a lot more of it because she's getting messages not from not not only from herself, right? From society, from her mom, from like we see how Ashish's friends kind of like comment about her body, being like, "Whoa, she doesn't seem like the type of girl that you would generally date." Um, and they're basically saying, "Wow, like you don't date fat girls," and you know that's that's how people talk. So we live in like fat phobic society, and 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 I just I just I guess I feel like I appreciate what the author was trying to do by making Sweetie so cool, but at the same time, like didn't even it out and didn't give anybody else like a consciousness of their own body and like a worry about how they would be perceived by people or maybe how their own perceptions about their bodies might be flawed. I think maybe with the exception of, of the mom at the end saying, you know, I wasn't like the other girls too, and I don't want you to go through that. So, so, so yeah, it, it kind of does follow the, the tradition of like the fat character, the fat female character and like the disapproving mom, like not just with fat chance, Charlie Vega, but with the dumpling too, I think was like a really popular YA title where. And starfish. And starfish where we, you know, we've got like this, like beyond great human being who happens to be fat 
a disapproving mother who, you know, just wants what's best for them. And then they kind of learn at the end that, uh, you know, they should look past the, they should look past it when, when reality is that no one is looking past it. Everyone is thinking about it. All right. So my next question, and then we'll, we'll keep moving along. So I wrote, how did you feel about the fact that Ashish was like pretty much immediately attracted to Sweetie? Considering that everyone in his friend group made such a big deal about the fact that she like wasn't physically his type. Like I'm, I think I was more caught off guard by this just because it almost felt like Ashish had never seen an attractive plus size woman in his life ever. The way everyone was kind of reacting to him and reacting to the to the setup and stuff. <clears throat> and then he sees her and it's like, I didn't even get the impression that so so Chris sent us like an illustration of them. That's really cute. And in the illustration, you can tell Sweetie is plus size. But based on the description, I didn't read her as plus size from his perspective when he saw her. And so I was just curious if you guys, how you guys feel about his like perception of her size, like his reaction to her, the fact that he was attracted to her, like right off the bat. I'm, I'm curious about like, I guess his experience of her and her size and like the way his character was written because i only ever really appreciated sweetie being like a fat character whenever she was talking to her mom because her mom was terrible but anybody else other than like a couple comments from the friends from his friends like it didn't it didn't feel like i don't know like he was describing her and it and he very much stayed away from anything that had to do with her possibly being plus sized. And so I don't know. I don't know if that was just the way I was reading it. I was curious about how you guys. Um, um, I didn't think I didn't think it was weird. Like. I had mostly dated like really skinny people um, before I dated my first like very fat person. And if you had asked me, like, what my type is, I would have told you, like, lanky and tall. And, like, so, like, even if you had asked any of my friends, like, they would have been, like, what? And then I just, like, met this person and I was, like, wow, instantly attracted to them. Um, so I didn't think it was that weird. I feel like he either might truly not have been attracted to someone who was fat before sweetie or he might have noticed people and thought they were attractive but like just didn't make a comment to his friends about it and so his friends were just going off of his like dating history um because yeah i feel like if you had asked my friends like back in college or whatever they would have had the same reaction like oh that's not who you usually go for kind of thing because I went from dating like super 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 skinny people to like dating someone very very fat so yeah I, I didn't find that part of it like super odd but I mean I don't know <laughs> I didn't think about it too hard either I guess yeah, I think it was just meant like as a testament to Ashish's character, but I also personally have had a similar experience. Um, I think that in school, 
Oh, I'm really in school. I didn't really, I didn't really do a lot of dating, like in school. Um, oh, oh yeah, by school I meant like college. Yeah, uh, high school so, either. Yeah. I was not in a sheesh or a sweet. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> at least not up until like middle school. Like when I got to high school, like in middle school, I didn't like really have a lot of crushes. In high school, it wasn't until like the end, like eleventh or twelfth grade, that I really kind of started, you know, dating. Um. When I got to college is, you know, I had, I, I, no, yeah, I have, I don't know how to, I have loved and have fucked fat people. And it's never, it's never for me been a, for me personally, been an, an obstacle. It's something that I, I notice. And then afterwards, like when you are having like a friendship or a connection with that person or like a, a legitimate attraction, you know can happen i don't think that uh, i think that the scenario that andrea has posited is like probably the most accurate one here where it's like never really mentioned it to friends but like never looked down again mm -hmm. she's just i don't i didn't have i didn't feel that she thought once about how he <laughs> how other people looked or whatever but i think that's <clears throat> i think you're both i think the way you guys are explaining it is what caught me off guard because I don't believe that a teenage boy would think like this would would be completely not affected yeah or would have no reaction I think that's why it caught me off guard because teenage boys suck. well to be fair he already <laughs> knew he already knew that she was fat so yeah, to prepare. Yeah, <laughs> his mom had told him that she was fat so it's not like he was completely going in thinking that she was a certain way mm -hmm. and then being like oh this is not what i expected like he did go in already knowing that yeah she was fat. even though he didn't voice those thoughts like the people in his close circle of friends definitely thought it again with the whole she doesn't look like the type of girl you generally date, you know, like she's and then trying to course correct the other girl being like, no, she just looks sweet. And it's like, is that is that what you were thinking? I think that's why it caught me off guard is because parts of the book are written from like a, a teenage boy's perspective. And I'm like, mm, it's too clean in here. I don't trust that this is real. You're right. You're right. And it's, it's, a, it's, real, it's a real clean perspective. <laughs> there was a real effort on the part of the author to make things very idyllic because obviously we're three grown-ass adults who can respect and accept people for who they are um but like we're not the audience for this right like we can be the audience for it but the target audience is like for, you know kids that are the age of these these characters yeah so i think having the character at least the main character, the heartthrob, El Galang, like not react in a very, in a very kind of like affronted way to, you know, finding out that Sweetie was fat might not be realistic, but, you know, is a good way to show like, oh, that's interesting. I never gave people like this a chance. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, by example. I do think that it was a very purposeful choice by the author because we do there are a lot of romances out there where it is like oh I never gave you a chance because 
X thing about your appearance and it wasn't until I got to know you, like whether that be like weight or, or any other like different, you know, thing, like we, there's so many of those stories. It, whereas here, like that's not part of the plot at all. Like we never doubt that he's into her. We never doubt that he's attracted to her. Like that's not the issue here at all. It's literally just like other you know the parents or whatever and i think that was a very purposeful decision yeah, where it's like you're never questioning his intentions or whether he's like like at no point in the book was i like oh is he just pretending to like her like no i knew that he liked her you know and so i, I like that it was that kind of book but i think that was very much that that goes with what you were saying about like the first impressions like because it was never going to be a plot issue then it just you know didn't happen at all mm -hmm. yeah it was very low stakes he knew that he and he was he knew that he liked her uh he was um not ashamed to be seen with her i think also because she was an athlete uh and, and, and you know an incredible incredible athlete uh you know but also like he was very verbal in saying like i am physically attracted to like i was like what <laughs> That scene, that scene, again, uh, that did catch me off guard. And I was like, come on. But I also realized that I also realized that by thinking that I'm falling into like a fat phobic trap, you know, like, yes, it is reality. People will think that um, people will have like those opinions about fat bodies. Um, and it's OK to it was good to see a character not have that reaction. Like I was like, Oh, taken aback. But then yeah. I'm like, it's fiction, but this is also good. Like I was like, uh, 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 and I'm like, I got there. And it, I didn't doubt for a second that Ashish was like, had a boner for a sweetie, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if we answered your question, but I think. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this was a good, like kind of delving into the idealized, like idyllic scenario being written in this book because we want to be hopeful that people are good people at the end of it all and like yeah he would you know be a good boy all right i'm gonna pull out i'm gonna pull off the other painful band-aid hmm. the mom no um i basically just wrote mom equals villain of book question mark <laughs> and obviously to me the answer is yes because the way that they try to frame it is, I'm just looking out for you. I'm looking out for your best interest because I don't want you to be harmed. But she's so fucking terrible. And I don't think the mom has any redeeming qualities. Even in the end, when they try to close that arc of the story and have her be like, I guess I'm okay with you dating this boy. Like... The fact that her reasoning isn't even, oh, I don't want my daughter to get hurt, but it's like my daughter's too fat to be dating this pretty boy. I just wanted to to know your thoughts on on the villain villainization of the of the mom and if if this felt I guess realistic. I mean it must be realistic. There's terrible parents out there, obviously, but in this kind of book where where it's like oh yeah like I don't understand how sweetie has any confidence because her dad just sits there and doesn't say anything and her mom rips her new asshole every day about being like yeah I, I, I think that's why 
the author included the character of the was it her cousin yeah who just so that you know like there would be someone in the family you know making her feel good and confident but yeah i thought it was very realistic i thought i thought it was very realistic that the mom would frame it as i'm helping you um when obviously she wasn't um and i thought it was very realistic that she wouldn't defend her to anybody else um i think honestly <laughs> so very recently before this book i read starfish and so i think that's the only reason why i wasn't more shook by this mom because the mom in that book is like this mom times a hundred um like like this mom is like toxic but that mom is like straight up abusive like it, so i think like for this mom i was like well you're a piece of shit but you know like compared to the mom i most recently read and like the last fat character book i read I, I don't like, have to call CPS on you. Yeah, it, yeah, that one, it was like, I mean, she was taking her kid in to, like, get surgery, you know, like, at that point. You oh, know, and that, and that character's, like, like 11. So, yeah, and that book had a lot of, um, like, school bullying, like, really intense school bullying. So, like, for me, this book felt way more lighthearted um you know like the friends in general are great and like I said the mom was like very toxic but I thought not not unrealistic um like I like I think the one like in starfish to me is like I do believe parents like that exist but I think they're more extreme examples I think sweetie's mom is like the middle ground kind of example like I think most parents who have fat children act like sweetie's mom where it's like i'm just i have just have your best interest at heart i'm just like mm, is that the choice you want to make at the restaurant like think of your like you know so like i think i think she was very realistic i think that's how most parents are um and i mean my sister's fat and that's definitely how my family specifically the <laughs> the females in my family not so much my mom but you know, my aunts and, and my grandparents and they were alive and stuff like that was definitely the kind of comments that they would make. So to me, it felt very realistic. Terrible. But and that's why I said, like, I didn't like the ending because I felt like she came around, but really only because she was like, well, I guess I don't have any more arguments because you've accomplished everything that I've said you couldn't accomplish because you're fat, but you accomplished it. So I guess it's fine that you're fat you know like that's kind of how it ended and so that that was really the only part of the book that I didn't like was how it like ended with the mom being like oh well fine I guess you proved me wrong <laughs> uh to, to jump off of that I think that yes that the depictions of the moms in all of these books dumpling starfish Fat Chance Charlie Vega and uh, there's something about Sweetie very accurate um, and again to various degrees I think mm -hmm. that um, well I mean and all these authors are writing about yes but I also think that the I think that the conclusions are very unrealistic I get why they have to be optimistic why they have to be like there's a glimmer of hope 
But ultimately, that's kind of like where I kind of like disconnect from the narrative where I'm like, okay, no, like, definitely not. I think that someone who has fat phobia ingrained in into their daily rhetoric with their child doesn't like we like to think that we like to think that our parents can have like this moment of like clarity right and that's just not the case it's just it might be the case for some people but for most people it's it's not most parents will continue to sorry now i just say i do because i don't think you've read starfish right no, I have, but I I know the premise. I've heard of. It. Yeah, but I was just gonna say, like, if you do want a realistic portrayal of an ending, then I would say it's like Starfish because yeah. it doesn't get tidied up. It's like the dad finds out what's going on and is basically like, "I'm gonna divorce your ass if you don't." You know what I mean? Like, so it like yeah. goes in like a whole different direction. But right. that's the only book where I've seen it go like that, where like yeah. the other parent is actually because I feel like in all these other books. Everybody just like, like, oh, I get it now. I get it now. Like, I understand. I'm no longer fat phobic. And that's not realistic. (laughs) It's not. It's not realistic. And, and even, even in the, in the case of Starfish, which I know, like, I know for the ending, it's more like, I will, I will amend my ways because I am threatened because my heteronormative, heteronormative, like stance in society is threatened but not because internally I believe that it's okay for you to be back. Yeah, they, they, they start going to therapy and which this mom needs therapy for sure. (laughs) They all, they need family therapy. I mean, it's the truth. Like they, you can't just sweetie being the exceptional human that she is, I think is portrayed as like, I will forgive my mom and move forward. But I think like in real life, they would need some serious family therapy in order to like move past all those years of. Yeah. Cause even if, even if, even if mom has like achieved, even if mom has achieved this like personal milestone of accepting like true fat acceptance in her daughter, um, that doesn't mean that sweetie has like, gone over the trauma of having to grow up with a fat phobic a a very openly and like attacking fat phobic mother so this is that's not the book that we read obviously like we're not talking about like a really realistic situation but yes in real life like they would have to go to therapy even if mom was like i'm okay with it like i totally accept you like what's sweetie might not always believe her when she when she says those things and so it's now it's you know like it's it's this thing where they both have to like heal tr- and trust each other to in order to believe one another. Well, like, yes, I am okay. I'm fat and I am okay. And that's okay. An okay thing to be. And then, you know, sweetie being like, yes, I am fat. And my mom does accept me despite years and years and years and years and years of her not accepting that. <laughs> it's fucking and, tough. Then, and the dad's passive as fuck too. The dad, mm-hmm. not till the last like four or five pages of the book. Is he like, Hey, by the way, I know your mom said all this terrible shit to you all these years, but like, I think you're perfect the way you are. And I guess I should have said something. Yeah, that's like a, a very like, uh, I like I think the parents were very like in solidarity with one another where they weren't going to step on each other's toes. But then it was, <laughs> it was also tough because, you know, they're, they're, they're in this lane, like this parent lane, like can't step out of that lane. Um, 
to defend your child and and it's I think it's a cultural thing too I don't think that it's something that I'm like I'm supposed to be 100% behind or supposed to super understand I mean even as just a parent like I'm not a parent I don't know what that's like I don't know what it's like to have to co-parent I don't have a partner that I have a kid with you know like it's it's really fucking rough to balance it you know I get why maybe he wouldn't want to cause more drama between his daughter and his partner um but i do think that he could have been a little bit more supportive to to sweetie um how did you feel about the like kind of arranged marriage aspect of it not really arranged marriage but arranged dating and like the kinds of dates the parents came up with because I don't know how I, how believable it was to me that his parents were shocked that they would think going to a temple for a date would be a bad date or going to visit his aunt would be a bad date. Like, how did you feel about the little, like, arranged? arranged well, I thought, I thought it was more just, like, them covering their butt for when inevitably the other set of parents found out that they had okayed it. Yeah, like, but you could be, like go on a date to the library it doesn't but like oh you're going to this temple you're going to this like ceremony you're gonna visit your well i yeah i think like they knew they were doing something very wrong like like the whole premise of arranged dating or arranged marriage is that both sets of parents are coordinating it so i think they were like culturally going against it by having it be a secret one-sided thing and they felt bad about that and had to like overcompensate. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way they could feel okay about clearly doing something not the way it was supposed to be done. That was how I read it anyways. Yeah, I read it the same way too. But then I, as I'm reading it and then thinking of like myself as a teenager and <laughs> being like, yeah, I'm not going to go to the temple. <laughs> Let's go to the beach and get naked, you know? I'm laughing. They're just such respectful kids. They're like, yes, we'll follow these date rules. They are both really, really good kids. And I think that's why the parents are able to set that contract and set those parameters. Because they they are good kids. Or at least the book posits them as good kids. Um, Would my mom ever... I mean, no, probably not. But would I ever, like, agree to, like, date someone and then, like, still go against the contract? Yes. On principle, I would. I'd be like, whatever. I'm still going to do what I want. Again, let's go to the beach and get naked. <laughs> um, But, uh, yes, in, in order for them to, like, cover their own asses, they needed to think of, like, the most boring, safest Indian dates that could possibly be. But also, I think that they knew that Sweetie was a good Indian American girl and could potentially get Ashish to connect more with his roots. They don't know that he's like dealing with perfectionism issues, right? And he's like trying to be the best son. And because he feels like he can't live up to that or his like older brother or sibling or whatever, um, that he just rather just opt out and not participate. And I think that, you know, they're just like, hey, you can opt in. Like, we're not going to fucking judge you. Like, we like you. <laughs> we like you as a person. We like you as an individual. Like, you feel free to 
do the things that we do as well. And I think that it, the story sets it up that way as well. Like, you know, you're, you're okay. Like you don't have to be the perfect Indian son. Um, Sweetie is kind of like a vehicle in order to get him to that place of self cultural self-acceptance. That's how the book at least puts it to me. I think the book was trying to set it up like that. I think the parents definitely expected him to be a perfect son though. Like, I I don't think it was, yeah, like, you don't have to be like us. I think it was, you can be like us in, like, this way, or you can be like us in this way. I don't think if he had rebelled any more than he already did by dating skinny white girls that they would have been kosher with that. Like, I, I don't think it would have been good. Like, that's part of why they ended up picking Sweetie in the first place is because she was this, like, good daughter follow you know respectful of the culture i would say say, um like subconsciously like a safe option right like a safe option for she's to to date and not not only be able to connect with his like culture and heritage but also i mean i I just i the book didn't say this. This is me just kind of like extrapolating, right? But, you know, like a, definitely a safe option is a not fully American girl who is like so full of herself or something, you know, like that may might not respect her parents in the same way and is not a good example and like will put out, you know, and and is not of the body standards that you know, that our society has come to accept for for worse or for worse, worser. So, yeah, I don't know. There's, I, I don't want to put too much on the book either because, like, that's just myself. Like, of course they're going to, of course they're going to pick a fat girl <laughs> to be his new love interest because, like, she's definitely the safe, the safe bet that he won't, well, like. I, I thought it was more of a, personality thing like they were like he's an athlete let's find him someone who's an athlete and they'll push each other to like work towards their goals they're both good so they're both athletes they're both good students they both have like good friend groups they're both part of like families that have like strong ties in the community you know like that's more like how I saw it um no, you're absolutely right. That's just me like reading a lot more into it than than what was actually presented in the book. But I think that that's that's ultimately the reason why they picked Sweetie to be his his. It's. Dick. But I did think it was. I did think it was like a weird endorsement to arranged relationships. <laughs> yeah, I did think that it was definitely a weird endorsement, or like just kind of like a. What are you trying to say here? Like, yes my parents do know best when it comes to the my choice in partners or like don't they know because sweetie's mom clearly wasn't on board with it but ashish's parents were ashish's parents are the more affluent family they have more money they have more influence you know and stop me if i'm going like too far no no i was gonna say i think it's interesting that you you took it to of course they would pick a girl who is overweight because they there's less chance of them 
fucking and this becoming problematic where sweetie verbalizes i'm not gonna put out just because i'm a fat girl so it's almost like she immediately, you shuts immediately. You <laughs> like yeah, sweetie. I, also, I also think that like like he was a little hoe so i like i don't think it mattered like like he would have had sex with anyone. The only reason he didn't have sex with Sweetie was because Sweetie was still a virgin. And then my last question was just like a fun, like what would be like two arranged dates that you think your parents would force you to go on if you were in an arranged date scenario? <laughs> like what would your parents' version of like a safe, a safe arranged date? I feel like my mom would sent me on a um group walking bird watching tour um you know like oh like like a group of like 20 people going to like el bosque seco de guanica or you know what i mean like <laughs> and with like binoculars and we're like part of this like tour group i feel like she would send me on something like that um my dad i think would have sent me I don't think my dad would have sent me like he would have he would have shut the whole thing down. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I don't know that like <laughs> I I was like dating someone in school, but like we didn't go on dates because my dad was like, you already see him at school. Why do you need to go on a date? With I don't understand. You already see him every day. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't really date until <laughs> I got to college. But yeah, so I don't know that my dad would have sent me on any date. Um, but yeah, my mom would have sent me on something like super nerdy and like group setting during the daylight, like going bird watching or like following the the trails of the turtle nests at the beach, you know, like, <laughs> like one of those things with like a tour guide. Um, no, my mom would have shut it down too. My mom worked she at the spot you. Should have caught you. The only way your mom would have found out you were dating someone was caught us. But like, really, she couldn't have. The only thing is, I underestimated how deep her connections went. Um, she was working at a pharmaceutical company. She had a really good friend, and his wife was a teacher at my high school when I had my first openly open boyfriend. And she saw me making out with this kid went and told her husband about it and then her husband told my mom about it and that's how i got found out now my mom would not be on board with it um it would all be very it would all be like the sneaking around but none of like the you know the parent co-conspirators it would not it would not be anything like that um he'd be like i'm just tutoring yes <laughs> something like that thanks for picking this to try this is a pretty a uh, fun um, book to end the year with and talk about with. Thank you so much for watching up until this point. Um, if you liked it, make sure to like and leave us a comment in the comment box below. That's it for 2021 and Only Lovers Book Club. We will be back in 2022. I'm the first one picking a book and it's going to be something pretty rad. Dickle. <laughs> Until then, make sure that you're wearing your masks, wash your hands, 
And just make sure that you're taking care. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us. You can support Only Lovers Book Club by dropping some change in our tip jar and buying some books with our bookshop link. You can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club. And from there, find our individual accounts and projects. Feel free to favorite or rate us if that's an option for you. But always make sure to like and subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode.